This episode and most episodes of A Beer With are recorded live in Diffuse Studios. You can get it spinning a tune. You can get it podcasting before noon. You can get it when you're feeling real tops. And you can get it at Friday knockoffs. Because a hard-earned thirst needs a big cold beer. And the best stubby cooler for that beer is A Beer With, the podcast stubby cooler. Get it on a live stream. You can get it while making a meme. You can get it when you're playing COD. And you can get it while listening to the pod. Because a hard earned thirst needs a big cold beer. And the best stubby cooler for that beer is a beer with the podcast stubby cooler. You can get it right in the baseline. You can get it chatting on FaceTime. You can get it talking about. Matter of fact, I've got one now. Because a hard-earned thirst needs a big cold beer. And the best stubby cooler for that beer is a beer with the podcast stubby cooler. Go to the website, abeerwith.com, for all your podcast needs, including the one place to find a beer with the podcast stubby cooler. Hey guys, good to speak to you again. Jai here uh, on Monday. It is the 19th of October. And today we've got Damo Cox on the show. Now he's uh, the guy who started Sort of Kind of Music with Sarah, uh, Sarah Wilkinson, who, if you don't know, um, you know, she's she's also part of, uh, you know, Sort of Kind of Music and has got a lot of releases uh, with those guys as well. Um, so, yeah, I, um, I actually didn't know in this one that, um, you know, that, uh, that Damo actually was... Uh, in a polyamorous relationship, which he told me halfway through the podcast. And um, so there we go, two two in one week, um, you know, sorry, two in two weeks. Um, so, yeah, crazy that, uh, you know, there's actually quite a lot of people out there uh, interested in this. But that's not all this episode is about. We only touched on that briefly. So, um, you know, let's just run this music and get this episode underway. Hi guys, welcome back. This is another episode of A Beer With. I'm your host Jai, and today on the episode we have Damo Cox. Now Damo is a DJ and music producer from the Gold Coast. Uh, in this episode we talk about him starting sort of kind of music, we talk about uh, him wakeboarding, which I didn't know about him, we talk about him getting into drumming when he was younger, studying at SAE for his music production down in Byron, uh, which is quite interesting, they've got some really cool gear down there, uh, and just everything else uh, about Demo and um, you know the industry and how he's got to where he is today, so uh, I think you guys are really going to enjoy this one. So as always, sit back, crack a beer if you have one, and enjoy the episode. This is a beer with Damo Cox. Cheers, man. Cheers, brother. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having we've been, me. We've been having a little bit of a chat before. We just said yeah. we've almost done a little pre-podcast, but um, getting excited. Studio and stuff. <laughs> That's it, man. So, um, how you been anyway? Uh, you really know, good, man. It's like keeps on. Obviously, like COVID's been a bit of a testing time for like everyone in our industry. Like mm. you have to, you had to figure out how to adapt. Yeah. Um, I guess I sort of like went down the, I began to do some streams and like do yep. some stuff for our label. Yeah. Um, Cause you were, you streaming heaps. Like you guys were more yeah, than once was, a week. Hey, it was I a was pretty of- much just like going hard. Cause I was like trying to fill in all the time that I would have been playing gigs. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'd be like sitting at home and I'll, 
I'll, I'll go for straight meal. Like, yeah, yeah, it was more just any time. Yeah, it was more just a fun thing for me, like mm. just to keep me occupied, um, more so than like trying to build something massive. Yeah, yep. Um, but yeah, then like sort of like started to pull back a bit from that, just so I could concentrate more on writing and um, yep. all that sort of stuff. So that's been going pretty good, eh? We're talking it's, about that track. The yeah, you got a track that came out this week. Was yeah, it? yeah, yeah. It came out on Thursday on yeah. Hot Sunday. Mm. Um, called Took a Bite, and yeah, yeah, like it's so far the the response that I've got from like a heap of the local crew has been really good. Like mm. I'm so pumped. Um, yeah, it's it it's been the first release that have really sort of like it's hit the ground with some momentum. Yeah, which, yep. Yeah, it's a whole different feeling, I guess. It's, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Sometimes it's just like you. It takes a little while to to get you know tracks to to work. You do a f- couple of tracks, and it's like no one cares. Like no one even like you know. And it's yeah. the classic thing of like you you put a photo of a dog or something, and it gets a million likes. And then yeah. you, you put a track, and you're like, I've worked so hard on this. I've done, so yeah, put all this the is... effort in the world. And... Yeah, and then everyone's like, uh, yeah, just cool. keep cool, scrolling. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So you've had good response then so far on this one, you, you've felt, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Like, yep. and there's, yeah, been some like, well, names that I sort of look up to that mm-hmm. have like sent me little messages here yeah, and cool. there just to like congratulate me on the yeah. on the track. And it's cool, man. Yeah, give me some little bit of extra feedback, which yeah. has been real nice. Like, yeah, awesome. Yeah, I always sort of like hunt out like good feedback when I'm working on a track. Yeah. Um, really just so that I can like fine tune everything and um yeah but yeah to have actually people come back to me with yeah that's cool that is yeah huge (laughs) yeah yeah, that's awesome man um and so you were saying we when we were speaking before that this track sort of came together really quickly yeah 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 it actually it came together over just one night really um like the, the core of the track um i basically sat down one saturday night and just started throwing things at the wall and yeah yeah all of a sudden this started to come together and yeah then sunday was a bit of fine tuning and then yeah sent it away to um for, for a couple of people to listen to and yeah before Wait. i knew it it was yeah getting released getting released yeah that's <laughs> sick yeah that's it like you're saying like sometimes the tracks just they just happen sort of like it's just they come together really quickly and then they yeah. you know they're they're um they're finished whereas I think you were saying that sometimes when you let them, or when they do take a while and stuff, you sometimes lose a bit of motivation yeah. or the, inspiration. The creativity is sort of like you hit a wall and it's so hard to overcome that hurdle at times. Yep. Like I, um, there was two tracks that pre-COVID I'd been working on for a little bit already. Mm-hmm. Um, and I ended up starting to do some production lessons with uh, Kyle Watson yep. through his Patreon thing over yep. COVID. So I was like sending them to him, getting some feedback, like working on it. And, you know, by the end of it, I was kind of like, I said to him when I'd like doing the one-on-one chat, I'm like, I think I'm binning him. Like done as much as I can yeah, and they're just yeah. not working. He's like, just use them as a stepping stone. And I was like, oh, sweet. And yeah, that was yeah. pretty much when took a bite sort of happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you just got that, um, yeah, you like that's it. You always write tunes and sometimes they never get released or yeah. sometimes like, I'd say most times. What do you reckon? Like nine out of ten, you wouldn't. I, I suppose it depends how yeah. how far through, but I, I reckon it's it's somewhere in that realm for me anyway. Yeah, it's off. Oh, I reckon it's probably yeah, a good fifty percent. Yeah, will continue and get finished. Yeah, other ones will just get put to the side and. I'll usually finish them, but it's like I'll be like, nah. 
yeah. I'm not going to send this to anyone. It's not really <laughs> that good, Mike, you know, but I think it's, it's good to like finish the track, but yeah, I, I, f- I find that I, yeah. I like to sort of, I like to put them aside mm. when I've got to a point where I just can't get anything. Yeah. And then sometimes I'll go back to it and just open it up and have yeah. this new train of thought and yeah. it'll flow together. Yeah. When you've but, had a break from it for a while yeah. and then you just like, you listen to it and you, or tracks you've, you've written ages ago and you go back and listen, you're like, oh, that was actually a really cool song. Like yeah. I should like finish that. Like, you know, it's, um, that's always real interesting to, um, to go back and look at some of your old stuff. eh? Oh man. Looking at the progression of like your production mm. is such a crazy thing. Like even the yeah. tracks that I have released, I kind of sit back now and I'm like, oh, some of the early ones or something. Don't really wish I released that. Yeah. But yeah. Like, it kind of got me over that nervousness of releasing music. Yeah. Um, and I guess sort of that was where the idea of starting sort of kind of music sort of kicked off as yeah. well. Like the label. Cause so how long you said it's been basically yeah, a year it now. Was, yeah. So it's been a year as an actual full proper label. Um, yep. It was the 5th of October. Yeah. So that, that happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. But um, and so how many releases have you guys done now on on? Uh, we're up to kind of ten. Yep. Yeah. There's been some good stuff. Um, and a lot of um, sort of local go- yeah, like guys all... and girls and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So so far we've uh we've had stuff from Heiser, who's based down on the Goldie. Yep. Um, and Just Jacks. Mm-hmm. Um, and also Scrix, who's up here yep. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's been good. It's been good to support locals like yep. there's so many so much local talent getting around and mm. yeah like in I, brisbane especially like, i always 100 say 100 yeah. man like but i guess there is everywhere it's just we're here we see all that yeah, all yeah. the time but australia really is producing so many good artists mm. it's not funny yeah and, like, and they always have yeah you know for ages yeah yeah for sure like yeah and i guess like i just want to really help push Good music, like mm. stuff that me and Sarah are vibing. Um, like that's one thing with the the label. We sort of agreed that we both have to be a hundred percent sold on it. Both yeah, love it. Yeah. It's both like both of us want to have to get up and dance when yeah, we're listening yeah, to the yeah. track. Like it's got demo. Yeah. It can't be just like one of you is like, oh, I'm not really sold on it, sort of thing. Like, yeah, yeah you've got to, you've like got if we're not it. both sold on it, then you know that's it's it's not something you can push then. Yeah. Like you've yeah. got to, you got to like be excited about it yeah. as well. You don't want to be releasing stuff for people and be like, Oh, I don't really like it. Like, yeah. That, that kind of yeah defeats the purpose, I think. So, but yeah, we've been like, we've been pretty lucky. Like with the, the demos that we have had sent to us, like yep. the, like it hasn't been a great deal of people, but yeah, it's been good stuff that's sort yeah. of been sent to us so yeah, far. Cool. And so like, that's awesome. And so you are open to like other, cities and places yeah, it's just for sure. so far you, so you know like your local scene everyone sort of knows yeah everyone gets everyone gets talking yeah. And, yeah yeah cool but you are you know like so for people from melbourne sydney for or sure man, overseas want to want to sign so and the vibe for people who maybe haven't um you know listened to any of the re- releases uh give everyone an idea of like what the so yeah it's pretty much say. like well me and sarah both the house heads yeah um through and through I both love our tech. Yep. And, you know, so that's sort of the where we dive into. But, you know, we're we're pretty much open to anything. Like Heiser's track that he released was this real funky, like sort of disco-y house vibe. Um, like just had this awesome vocal to it, just sold us instant instantly. Yeah. Um, whereas like just Jax's was like 
bit heavier, a bit yeah. more chunky. Yeah, yeah. Um, same, same with Strixes, yeah. Like. yeah. So, like, we're, we're pretty open to anything, like, yeah. that, that comes our way. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like I said, it's all about the the vibe of the tune. And yeah, that's right, yeah. It doesn't matter who it's from. It's it's just as long as it's, it sounds good, really. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but still in the, like, house sort of realm of tunes. It's not like, is it going to do we've, trap or anything? Like, would you well, be open to that? we've or? talked about opening up to, like, other directions um, yeah. as well. Like, Maybe in the future or something. Yeah, yeah but it, I guess it just depends on what sort of what does come our way. Like yeah. I've got my mate uh, that we were talking about earlier that um, he and I were working in the studio down in Byron. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we pretty much did this little cool like live set where uh, I busted out my 808, reamped it to his um, guitar amp. Yeah. He like had this like acoustic riff that he was playing. And yeah, he's yeah. like a singer songwriter, so he just mm. sort of like went hard. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like even that sort of vibe, we might sort of like release a few bits of pieces here and there just to yep. see how it goes and just play it by ear. Yeah, know. I suppose if um, whoop, whoop. Just fucked it up. <laughs> um, uh, I suppose if uh, you know, like you guys got to love it though. Yeah, you know, if you guys aren't really into those other genres, I suppose then it's going to be hard. It's for a little you bit harder. Yeah. Love it. yeah, yeah. But like. In saying that, like her and I both have a like a super diverse uh, taste in music as well. Yep. Um, so that I guess, yeah, that's why we sort of opened that conversation up yep. to, well, in the future, should we go down? Yeah, all yeah. These others? Try some other things. Yeah, yeah. and just see. Like I, I look at like labels, like etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, where they've you know yep. had the releases of Fisher, but they've also had like guess rufus and all that sort of stuff yeah and like is, yeah pretty diverse and stuff. Yeah. yeah yeah so like i guess sort of that's my thoughts in the direction yeah. like stay open but have yeah, our sort of yeah. main yeah and people sort of will know you know so far that if you mm. listen to the tracks like you sort of get the idea that it is that techie house sort of you know or disco sort of vibe but um yeah, I think in the future that's yeah, that's something you because you guys could open up to, eh? And, yeah, for sure. And really try. So um so what like how did the label start then? Like was it like you said, it was you wanted to release yeah. some stuff and and so you and Sarah are already friends and stuff. So how did you guys sort of, you know, well, come up with I'd the, sort of had a bit of the, the like the the idea to kick off the label. So I'd sort of started doing bits and pieces, fishing around for where we're going to get it to like distribute it out through and whatnot. Yep. Doing all that back end research side of things. Um, I'm not like super business minded, whereas Sarah has a bit of a business background. Um, So like, yeah, when uh, she had a track back and forth um, that yeah, she'd finished up and it was ready to go and um, was looking to try and get it signed. Yeah. And um, I guess the conversation just sort of happened between us and yeah. I was like, well, I'm sort of looking at starting this label. How about you come on board with me? We'll just yeah. see how it goes. And, yeah, so like back and forth was the first release as the label properly. Yeah. Like I'd released a, a couple of other tracks of my own yeah, yeah. earlier, but it wasn't like the – big rolling start to yeah yeah to it yep um but yeah so that was kind of the the first one that we were really like pushing for the label mm. um which you know like it went all right um yeah my mind which was the collab that her and i did yeah um that managed to sneak into aria charts for a few weeks there yeah, cool um yeah i remember seeing that that's that's sick 
Yeah, it was kind of like kind of went for the, like the the Michael Bibby kind of vibe on the the like track itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then had like Sarah do the vocals. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but like it it was cool to see like something like that sort of that was a collab like sneak its way into the yeah, charts. Yeah, do pretty well. Yeah. So what what did it? What was its highest highest spot? Uh, it got spot. to that one. Got to seventy seven. Yeah. So yeah, I'm yet to have a track crack the fifty, but yeah, yeah. See how getting we go. Closer, closer. <laughs> hey, mate, still, you know, getting into the the aria charts at all is always great because then people at least see it. Yeah, well, um, that's you know, it's been a really cool thing with the with like starting the label is you know we've uh, just Jax's last track it managed to sneak in there as well. Yep, Sarah's had a couple of other tracks that have got in there. I think the highest cool. was twenty nine with Got Me Feeling. Yep. Um, but yeah, so like that was that was huge for us like as a label to see yeah. things actually starting to like people are getting behind the stuff we're releasing. So yeah, like, that's it. Cause then you know they are because like, otherwise it wouldn't be in the area. Charts. Exactly, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's like the hard work is showing there that we're, I guess, yeah. finding music that we like and putting it out there and people are supporting it, which yeah. is unreal. Like yeah, it's, a, it's a good feeling. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially, you know, when you're doing it all like yourselves, as well you know like it's you're doing the label and then if tracks on the label it's like well i'm actually doing everything here you know like the label and you know so um that's cool that it's it's you know getting some success and stuff and um so is there any other future plans for it uh that you guys have coming up like any cool releases or things you're looking at or you know compilations or anything like that is there yeah um, i've actually well i just finished up another track uh, a couple weeks ago yep that uh yeah we locked in yesterday for release. Mm-hmm. Um, On sort of kind of? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I wanted to, because it's been a while since I've actually put something out on the label. Yeah. Um, so I kind of wanted to put something back out on my own label. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like it was, it's pretty much just a follow up to, to, to talk about it. Yep. Um, just to keep the ball rolling. Yeah. Um, that's it. And then Sarah has just sent away another track to, to be mastered. So. Yeah, cool. yeah, it's um, awesome. I think you said you got one, uh, you got a master back just recently that we're going to listen to afterwards. Yeah, that's yeah, the that's the one we're talking about. Yeah yeah, 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 cool. So that one, uh, is there? Have you got any ideas on release dates for that or in the next? That's going to be month or November sixteen, I think. It okay, was that we yeah, locked yeah. That so in. you sort of thought about yeah, yeah, going to release that one. Yeah, so yeah, yeah cool. fully locked it in yesterday. Yeah, just to yeah get it all happening, <laughs> all sorted. Yeah, that's it. And so um, with music then, I think you were mentioning before that you were doing, I don't know if it was, be- now I can't remember if it was before we started or not, but you're doing <laughs> audio engineering uh, or your audio um, degree. So where are you doing, where have you done that or are doing that at? Yeah, so I'm down at um, uh, SAE in Byron. Yep. Um, yeah, so I've been doing that for oh, just over a year and a half now. Yep. Um, although half of this year's been at home. Thanks yeah. to COVID. <laughs> That's it, eh? Yeah. I suppose, especially to get down to Byron because it's yeah, across the border, it's, yeah. It was it was definitely a pain in the ass yeah, for sure. That, that does. Um, but I've heard that the Byron uh, SAE has some really awesome gear. Dude. It, I think Johnny, yeah. who uh, owns the studio with us, was saying they've got like a big... They've like got a, the a S- Neve desk or yeah, SSL or yeah, something. Yeah, so they've got a, uh, it's a, like a yeah, it's Neve 75 Custom, uh, SSLK, uh, yeah. Duality like yeah because money like so much money oh man like apparently 
the studio out the front used to be Studio 301 down in Sydney. So the Duality Studio yeah, yeah. Um, used to be down in, in Sydney. In Sydney, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's like its own little standalone building. Like it's absolutely on point. Mm. And then they've got a mastering suite in there as well. So like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty good, cool. Good, yeah. <laughs> pretty good sound and stuff. So you get to go in there and use some of that stuff for, um, yeah, for yeah. tracks and things like that as well. Yeah. And that's so good. It was, yeah, it's it's been a really cool experience. Like I, I never thought I'd go back to studying like after finishing high school. Yeah. Like I'm, what, 33 now. So it's definitely been a few years yeah. since. Yeah. <laughs> any kind of education for me. Yeah. Um. But yeah, my, my girlfriend, uh, she like, well, she just finished her degree last week actually. Um. But she kind of put the idea in my head and I mulled it over for a little bit and just – I'm denied and then I was just like, nah, stuff it. I'm gonna quit my day job that I had, go full time DJing, go start studying yep. that and just go all in. Yeah. Which yeah, it's not the first time that I've gone all in on something. Yeah, yeah. That that's a common sort of thing, yeah, thing like, with yourself. I did, I'm kinda like that as well. Yeah. I did the same thing when I used to wakeboard as well. Like yeah. <laughs> you were just like what went all in on wakeboarding? Or yeah, all in on yeah. wakeboarding. So yeah, like was working on boats at the time, like detailing boats and stuff. And then, yeah, one day I was just like, nah, I'm done. Went, got a job at one of the wakeboarding factories and then uh, like the warehouses yep. and then just started writing every comp that I could and like yeah, traveling yeah. around. Went over the States a couple of times, went yeah, to Germany. Yeah. So, so you went all right and you, you you were all right then at wakeboarding. Had a good crack, that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> yeah. So what age was this, the, the wakeboarding stuff? Oh, I started wakeboarding when I was 20. And then I saw, I pretty much wrapped up after my second knee, which was sort of my 30th. Yep. Yeah. So, so about 10 years. It was 10 years solid that I was riding. Um, I still ride here and there, but like it hurts now. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, is that common, like injuries and stuff, um, in wakeboarding? Because I've never really knees, knees, and about, I'd imagine knees would for be. sure. Yeah. That's like the biggest one. Um, yeah, but yeah, backs uh, starting to be noticed by all the dudes that were the generation before me. They're all like now they're like got sore. Backs yeah, like stuff. there's a couple of them that I know that have like had spine fusions and stuff just yeah, from like yeah, the yeah. impact all the time. Like yeah, so I'm kind kind of worried about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> man, just 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 look after yourself now, yeah. and you should be fine. I think. Um, that's really cool though. The wakeboarding stuff. Um, <laughs> how um with the competitions and stuff is that. I've never seen a wakeboarding comp. So is it? It's to do with tricks and execution of skills. And yeah. So like, like well. I rode a little bit of boat and mostly cable wakeboarding. So, yeah, you've got like the rails and the ramps and that sort of stuff that you can hit as well as you can sort of load up the line and do some like tricks off the flat water. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like it's it's it all comes together with, you know, execution and style and yeah. all those little boxes yeah, that you've yeah, got to yeah. tick. Um, and it's all judged. So different people, different day. Different That's judging. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like any sport that has judges like that, you know, like For sure. it's always going to be um, a little bit dependent on the judges and things. <laughs> who knows who the best. <laughs> That's it. Um, and so with that, when you said uh, like the cable stuff, so the, I'm imagining the boat, you said like boat yeah. one is obviously behind a, being towed behind a boat. Yeah. The cable one is like um, just like a, a it's like a, a big cable way. So like, yeah. yeah, there's like five odd towers and there's like the cable way that goes around just in a, a circle basically. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so yeah, it, it doesn't stop, but it just like hooks on to the rope that's at the dock and then 
pulls you off the dock and off you go. That's pretty sick. Yeah. That's, that's a, like, how long has that been around for though? Cause like, is that, is that something oh, that, that ages, has been around man. for like forever yeah. or? It's well, not forever. But, well, like the, Ger- the, the Germans started the, the whole cable thing yeah. off and it started with like the ski lifts. That's what the actual cable way is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it'd be 20 odd years. Yeah. Yeah. Sort yeah of, cool. So the last sort of 20 years. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's something that you see, you know, more common now around. They've got them, you know, in all different places. And yeah. Stuff. yeah. Well, like Australia's got like six or seven cables, but you go to somewhere like Germany, which is tiny, like this tiny little yeah. country, and they've got like 80 cables. Yeah. And half of the year they're frozen. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose you can maybe ski on it then. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, they, the, they, were te- they were telling me that they play ice hockey on there when they <laughs> when it's all frozen over. Just find another use for it. Yeah. Eh? It's like, I'm sure we can use it for something. Still. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool, man. I, like, I didn't know that about you, that um, that you, you know, went to wakeboarding and stuff. And so um, is there, a, is there like some national sort of competition per se or it's more just... It used, it used to be, it's like sort of... circuit or whatever, you know, whatever they call it. Like, they used to have like a, a bit of a circuit thing going on. Yeah. Um, there's still like some small grassroots comps, but um, it's it, there's so much time and effort that goes into like all the comps. It's It's hard to get people to... I guess get to every single event and yeah yeah so like whereas it used to be televised then it'll yeah be, you know what I mean if well, you could make it televised and back in the day like that. before I actually started like all the guys that I know that are like that little bit older than me like they were in the prime of like wakeboard life where yeah they were getting paid real good it was getting televised it was in yeah. extreme games and all that sort of stuff so like yeah that's cool yeah that would have been sweet mm. I mean I'd love to to, to watch some of it even like I don't think I've really I've never seen a wakeboarding comp yeah so it'd be cool to you know it'd just be cool to go and um to see that and imagine yeah. you could like DJ at it like you know what I mean you could it could be a whole day kind of thing yeah well like my old boss he now has the Gold Coast Wake Park down in on the coast obviously yeah yeah <laughs> but um yeah whenever they have like a big event he's always like got me on the phone yep Damo want you to come down yeah I think maybe I've seen you DJing at one yeah. or something called like a little bit of a live stream at one or you yeah they and like they love it like insta story or something you know, yeah like instagram story it's good because i can get it's one of those like events where i can go and just play what i want and yeah it doesn't matter really. it's a good time it's just sort of like you know some music ev- in the background yeah. for people that so it's not just a boring fucking and everyone loves you know, it so solid. it's just yeah. like adds to it so it's, yeah no it's yeah good. that's cool man <laughs> That's uh so so when you said that you you go out sometimes and still you know um, have a crack is that on the cable stuff or with the boats <laughs> um, on the boat or what a bit of both yeah whatever I, you can I haven't probably. really ridden boat in probably yeah a good three or four years now um like the the impact just, behind the boat is just that little bit more yeah um and yeah because now I've got two dodgy knees yeah it's not so great so is it was it the so both knees, you've done both knees? Done both of them, yeah. Oh, that sucks. Um, four it's y- like if you've done one twice or something, it's like, ah, uh, so yeah, bad. but yeah. But it was um, it was like four years to the day. Really? Not even kidding. Like it was the 18th of December, both my knees, but four years apart. Jeez, that's... It, yeah. That, yeah. I'm scared to do anything good. that day now. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that's, that's just, you don't do anything. You stay home and stay yeah. in bed. Yeah. yeah, that's hectic. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's awesome, man. That um, you still to get out. And what what did you like? What was your favorite or your the one you were best at? Was it boat or cable? Like what what one was you preferred? I was, I was definitely better at 
cable. Yeah. I spent way more time there. Um, yeah. Like I was able to do stuff behind the boat, but yeah, my bag of tricks was definitely bigger on a cable. That was for sure. Yeah. I suppose it's whatever you practice more of, kind yeah. of, isn't it? It'd be interesting to see if there was other, was there any comps where it's like um, you have to do both and you sort of average the score? They've done. They've that'd done. That'd be interesting. They've like, done that sort to, of thing over yeah. in the states because you've got to do both. Then you've got to yeah. be kind of good at both. Like you can't be just really good at one. You sort of got to yeah. Got to do the other one too. Yeah. And because it is, it, it is a bit of a different feel. Yeah. Um, like obviously being on the boards, like fa- fairly similar, but the way you approach a lot of tricks, it's like a whole different angle. Yeah. So yeah, it it, it is an interesting way to go between the two. Yeah. Like I know yeah. that when I first started riding a lot more cable and then I'd go back to boat, you'd go to do certain things and you'd just get absolutely pumped. Yeah. Purely because you'd approach it like you were still riding at the cable. Yeah. It's yeah. not the same. Yeah. No, nah, it doesn't go well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't work that way, yeah. <laughs> if you ever get a chance, YouTube, Damo's Front Edge. Damo's Front Edge. Yeah. Right. It, was, it was like I was learning a, well, a Rayleigh, which is like a Superman thing off the water. Yeah. Um. This is like years and years ago and just got absolutely pumped. Yeah. But it got caught on video and yeah, it's a great, it's a great watch. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Good good content. Good content. Uh, Yeah. That's awesome, man. Um, And so how did, I suppose, how did you get into music then? Like, was this something you were doing or you were into while you were wakeboarding or what? Like when I was like heaps younger, like still in primary school, I like played drums in the band. Yep. Um, drummer, I was yeah, I was terrible at every other instrument, but I could They're somehow like, oh, hold, put you on drums. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I could hold some sort of a beat. Apparently, um, <laughs> that's real handy now, though. I'm sure. It, yes, it's so handy. Like it's um, yeah, definitely. That that's where I start with when I'm making any beat. Now is like it's the drum track first, yeah. and then I'll build off that. But um, yeah. So like I always, I've always had this really diverse thing with what I listen to. Yep. Uh, like my parents listened to like Pink Floyd and David Bowie and like all that sort of stuff. Like it was just yep. massively wide range. Yeah, yeah. Um and I guess, yeah, it was just like I I everything I've always done has always had a music part to it. Yep. Like before I'd play footy, I used to have my headphones on listening to tracks before I'd yep. go ride in a comp, I'd like shut off and listen to music. Mm-hmm. It was always just always- there. Always a similar music to what you're into now, though, or nah, different stuff. Back everything, then? man. Like, yeah, yeah, I was that kid that listened to old school, like, well, it wasn't old school then, like hip hop and like R and B and stuff, yeah, like yeah. Tupac, Biggie, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Eminem, Dr. Dre, like. But then also listened to all of the electro house stuff that was starting to roll through in the 2000s, like. Yeah, yeah. And got into that stuff. Yeah. yeah. So like when I turned 18, that was sort of became the, the soundtrack to my life. Yeah. 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 And then you're going um, out. And, yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, the party time. Like, this is great. Yeah. Had like this big stereo system in my car. So yeah. <laughs> it was like yeah, for sure. whatever had the most bass. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. You got to have that bass, especially the car. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, like after all that and after wakeboarding, I did my first knee and that was when I sort of started to – take a bit more interest in like, well, I've always wanted to like try DJing and yep. ended up moving in with the a dude um, who like used to DJ down on the coast. Yep. Um, and, you know, he sort of gave me some pointers mm-hmm. here and there and then I went off and did Your Shot. 
Um, so that was like 2015. I did your shot. 2015, yeah. yeah. So you're in the 2015 cohort. Yep, yep. How was that then? How did you go go with that? That was unreal. That was where the name sort of kind of came from. Yeah. So me and my mate, uh, Mitch Kuhn, we both did um, did it together. Yep. And played like the last set before the finals on the Sunday. Yeah. So it was like fully rammed in the courtyard. So it was yeah pretty epic. Pretty awesome, yeah. It was, yeah. Up until I played Splendor, that was like the biggest crowd yeah. I'd ever played in front of. I was yeah. just like, this is sick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like that's it all sort of stemmed from that. And it was just once I got a taste for it there and played in front of that, I was like, yeah, yeah nah, this that's is it. You get that taste. Eh? I'm like, this is me now. I'm like, yeah, what better job could I have picking music while I'm working? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And what what kind of music did you play then in that in that uh your short set? Was it it was more like future house, like the old sound of future yeah, house, yeah. like gritty sort yeah, of yeah. sound know, before it mean, transferred yeah. to like big room sound. Like yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, just, I think I know what you mean, yeah. Yeah. Like the uh like uh charmy and uh, yeah, yeah. That kind of, of stuff, yeah. yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah. That, that would have been pretty fun, man, doing it, um, like, you know, like you said, when it's rammed right on the, you know, because it's right before sort of the final. Or yeah, whatever. everyone's sort of still there hanging out. Everyone's yeah. like had a few drinks now. They're everyone's, all yeah, excited. Nice. As. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's awesome. And so when, um, after, so that's where you learned to DJ and stuff. And then yeah. what, um, how did you, you know, what, what happened after that for you? Like, how did you sort of get your first gigs and, and sort of transition from, doing your shot into, you know, maybe playing some gigs and so, doing some stuff. Uh, yeah, obviously living with the, my old roommate, LP, like he yep. had a, a heap of contacts on the coast. And so like he got hit up for a few gigs that uh, asked if he could fill pretty much. Yeah. Um, but he had his residency that he was doing. So he sort of yeah. was like, oh, I've got Damo, like if you want to take him. Yeah. And so, yeah, I started playing like a, the odd gig at Central Lounge Bar in mm-hmm. Surface. Um and then ended up, uh, LP and I had a radio show for a little while together. Um, yep. And was that on on Radio Metro? Metro? Yeah. yeah. What was so that one called? That was called Arctic Zoo. Okay. What? What? When was this? That was I'm just trying to think if I. That would have been 2016 it. that we started that one. Mm, that's a while ago. Yeah. Many beers since. Then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too many big nights and beers since then. Yeah. But yeah, so we had that for a while, um, which. Because we had that, I started to get some other gigs here and there, like around the place. Yep. Um, and I ended up after he'd sort of finished up wanting to do the radio show anymore, and I took it on to myself, and um, yeah, ended up in, at Rattles. Um, so that was yep. where my residency at Rattles started. Yep. And um, yeah, I was been there for ages. Yeah. Um, you still play there? I haven't. I haven't. Or? I haven't been back there since post. COVID. COVID, yeah. But yeah. I mean, I, they, I think they've only opened once, haven't they? Yeah, they, well, they've been open for a couple of weeks now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think they're only opening sort of like upstairs. Yeah, I think I saw that. Actually, yeah. uh, actually, uh, I've never been to to Rattles um, when it's open. Uh, but <laughs> I went the other week when um, uh, Bill Durry was doing mm. the thing and when uh, Graveyards played, Storm. Yeah, um, so yeah, went down there and, um, you know, hung out with all Java and... And you know all the bus boys, yeah, all the crew. So um, that was a cool little um, yeah, little um, vibe. It was interesting sitting in the that the downstairs 
you know, where the main dance floor is and that. Yeah. Just sitting on the, like, the chair, like, you know, like in a little chair. Just hanging out yeah, on, the, on, hang- on the light up dance floor. Yeah, and there's like, there's like four or five of us there. Yeah. Like, just listening and having a few drinks and stuff. And I think we even got like, I think we even got some burgers or some shit. We're like eating and like and stuff, just hanging out on the dance. Things floor you'd never see in a nightclub. That's it, man. Like, that's what I mean. It was weird because it was like there's literally no one like in there. It was just just had the dance floor going and yeah. music pumping, and we're all just like, uh, like there was no dancing. We didn't dance yeah, at all. No, no there was definitely no dancing. Um, <laughs> well, you can but, stand now. You can yeah, stand you can and stand. tap your toes. <laughs> yeah, there's a bit of wiggle room in yeah. there. I think there's um, but yeah, I, I haven't been out. Um, since they've said you can stand. Mm. So I'm interested to see what they've, well, I mean, I went out before they said you couldn't stand a drink and that, and then, yeah, now, you know, haven't been out since they've done. So have you, have you been out much during this COVID time to any venues or anything and checked them out? I haven't really been too much, out too much. Like I, that's, yeah, something that I tend to do is I sort of hide away in my studio a lot more than I go out these days. Um, I'm pretty much the same. But, yeah. yeah, but go out every now and again just to see people or see something going on. Yeah, exactly, man. Um, like I, I played on Queen's birthday weekend, um, which was the first weekend that people could stand up again. So that was nice yeah. to play to standing up people. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was no dancing, I swear. Yeah, <laughs> definitely no dancing. No dancing at all. Um, but yeah, no, it was that was that was an awesome night. Um, yeah. And yeah, it was good to just sort of be back behind the decks and yeah, playing a, a fun set. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so other than that, I popped out on Thursday, like Thursday just gone. Um, yep. Me and Sarah were going to go celebrate by getting tattoos uh, for, the for the one, one year, year, one year for the label, but everywhere was closed, so we just kind of popped into a couple of places that were open just to yep. see what everyone was doing. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's just a different vibe at the moment. Like it's yeah, not... it's different, isn't it? It's interesting. It's, yeah, yeah, it's weird, but <laughs> it, it's yeah, and it's crazy too. Like uh, you know, in Brisbane, it's man to get in places is just hectic. Mm. It takes forever. Oh like, yeah, and social distance lines. Like <laughs> yeah, but you've also got to, you know you got to do the check in thing with the car, the code, and I think um, on the like stupid move on on our part, but. On the Sunday when it was the the long weekend, yep, yep. Um, we went uh, from here. We went to Felons, mm. like six, you know, like dinner time basically. So like probably the worst time to be trying to go to somewhere on the water. Yeah, that's really you know like a, a nice like yeah, venue like that. And so we, I think we waited forever an hour in the line, oh, like yeah. just to get. And but we got halfway. We're like, well. Can't leave now. We've, yeah, we've, waited we've half committed. An hour. We're, 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 we're there. Like, everywhere else is going to be ages to get in anyway. So yeah. like, let's just, we'll just go in here. And, and that's become the thing. It's like you, like you're standing in line. Yeah. Okay. We've committed to hanging out here now. So yeah. like if we go anywhere else, we're going to have to start that hour wait again. Yeah, exactly. It's insane. I even went to um, a, a few, like a month or wherever ago. Um, I went to Prohibition and I got there at nine. Yeah thinking oh sweet, sweet. like <laughs> i should be able to get straight because at nine o'clock in prohibition there's like 10 people in there usually or something you know what i mean like it's just yeah it's it's quiet then um man the line was up to the corner in the valley and i had to wait like half an hour to get in it's at pro- nine o'clock it's probably so. the the only good thing that's going to come from 
uh, COVID is like people will probably be keen to get out a little earlier. So like yeah, that's if you are thing. playing that opening set, like for a lot of people. Dude, it was, it was packed in yeah, there. Yeah, like, you'll be like packed. playing to a, like a full room. An actual room, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was packed, man. Like, um, So yeah, I just went in there and um, was hanging out with Lurk um, in the booth and you know, you can still perform. So yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> it's not dancing; it's a yeah. performance. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, we were up there just just hanging out. So um, yeah, it's 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 definitely interesting and different. You got to make people not dance. Yeah, but still have a great. But night. keep the vibe up. Keep the vibe. Yeah, it's like, keep people buying drinks and stuff. It's yeah, <laughs> it's interesting. Um, interesting vibes. But I think one really cool thing that I've seen come out of it in terms of events and nights and things is um prohibition uh sorry not prohibition sub is doing uh the dark kitchen nights um and that's essentially just producer nights so it's yes, they play so all their own ever it's just people playing their own music there's no yeah playing other people's music so yeah, it's really right. cool man because i hadn't seen that yet, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah it's awesome and they've done uh i went when they did like a housey sort of one they've done a like a trance one i think i'm not sure if it's side trance or trance um but I think because it's people haven't been out just DJing, yeah. they've had to work on music. So then a lot of people are like, "Oh man, I've actually like they actually when they will start working on music properly yeah. again, they're like, I've actually got all these tracks. I should just finish these and I could play a whole set and yeah. sort of like. And now it's like so they they just sort of did the first one and then I was just like, man, this is awesome. Like this is great. Like, yeah, just to hear, just to go out and hear people's music and. Um, you know, the local talent and stuff. Really. Yeah, you see what everyone's been, yeah, working on over, yeah. over that time. And like, oh, it was even the, like the other day, I was sort of like, uh, before me and Sarah had the back-to-back set that we had on the Queen's birthday weekend. Yeah. I was sort of like, oh, shit, we've got enough like music now that we have a catalogue of stuff yeah. we could play for the la- like from the label and stuff we've both been making. And like, so it was like cool to be able to, have just a folder of stuff that was yeah. our stuff yeah. that we could play as well as other people's stuff. Yeah. But yeah, like it was a yeah, different feeling like being able to go into a gig and playing a bunch of your own tracks. Yeah, that's cool. As eh? well as just, yeah, like other like good tunes. Mate, you'll have to hit them up for a uh, a dark kitchen one time. And, and maybe, maybe. Because they are pretty, um, I'm pretty sure Rob's sort of like, if you've got enough tracks, hit us up kind of thing, you know, yeah, for anyone because it's it's not like DJs where there's a million, you know what I mean? There, yeah, there's, there's only, not a million people. There's only Brisbane a handful of people that who, are who can actually doing... play a whole set with their own music and have yeah. it like decent, you know. So yeah. um, I think that's really cool, you mm. know, a, another little cool thing that's um, maybe come from COVID. So yeah, um, yeah, you'll have to. I think it's gonna like yeah, it's it's definitely gonna separate the like the guys that were the, I I just want to be a a resident like weekly DJ to the guys that want to sort of take their stuff to the next level and, you know, bust out of the mold, I guess you could say, and and push themselves. Um, And I think the people who are, you know, like yourself and like so many other people that are doing stuff in COVID, mm. that's, um, I think people forget that like everyone's watching. So it's Mm. like you see people who have maybe just, like, going, oh, I'm not going to do anything. It's like, well, yeah. you know that everyone's watching and seeing that you're not doing anything. Yeah. And then people are, like, seeing. And even people who are doing, like, the wrong shit. Yeah. Like, you know, fines and stuff. People are watching that shit too. Yeah. You know, like, 
um so it's it's interesting i think people forget that yeah oh for sure like i i know like when i stopped streaming and i sort of went quiet for a little bit yeah um i you know spoke to a few people and they're like oh how come you're not streaming anymore like just wanting to know like what you're up yeah, to you're and doing, like yeah. if you're all Something good going on, you're all good yeah yeah, yeah yeah and but yeah like just the fact that i sort of i took that step back so that i could fully focus on the music other and, stuff yeah. yeah um yeah like you you just sort of change that mind frame and then because people don't think you're doing anything they just sort of like put you on the back burner and yeah. then um all of a sudden when you start telling everyone about what's going on yeah, it's yeah. sort of like, oh, everyone okay. like perks up and they're like oh what's going on yeah <laughs> yeah exactly um and yeah that's been the same like for me like you know with with this podcast and mm. everything i've spent so much more time on this in the last year and i haven't written a lot of music yeah you know whereas lately i'm trying to get back in and and get back into the music you know start writing again um and stuff so um you know i think that's something you got to do though you know you've got to choose sure, where man. to put the the focus on and stuff so it's it's cool that you've you know you recognized that you wanted to do that and mm. um and did it so and you've enjoyed that so far like writing yeah, man. tunes yeah, and it's, stuff it's, yeah it's yeah it's exactly the place where i'm sort of like my direction in my head sort of heading yeah um like i've got i've got so many things that i want to tick off um yeah. And like, I guess I've always sort of been really sort of goal orientated in my own mind. Yep. Like I'll have a whole lot of things that I want to take off and some of us so far out of reach that I'm like, yeah, yeah. and I'm like so critical of myself cause I'm like falling short of it. And yeah, um, it, it's, it's hard to get past that too. Um, yeah. like I'm lucky that I got my missus who's like so good with like, changing the way that i'm sort of thinking about yeah things. yep um but yeah i fully just went mind blanked and yeah you're just talking about <laughs> uh, like production and loving yeah and getting back into it and doing that and that's what you want to do kind of thing pretty much yeah. <laughs> but yeah like i like i was saying like with the like there's so many different plans that i have like i, yeah. I want to do my own music i want to push the label um and then, like i really wanted to break the mold in being just a, a consistent resident weekly DJ. Um, yeah. Like I love doing that. Like I was, yeah, love yeah. playing every weekend. But yeah. yeah, like wanting to get out of like the coast and busy and like I went up to Cairns last year yeah. and played up in Cairns. Did and, touring and stuff, yeah. Yeah. You play, enjoyed that then? Yeah, it was rad. It was, yeah, I played at the Salt played. House up there, oh, which cool. was yeah. like pretty chilled vibe, but like yeah. it was just a – something different it was cool yeah yeah go somewhere else and do something yeah, yeah so i want to try like uh i was talking to a couple of boys that are like based down in melbourne and i want to try and get a couple of gigs down there and sydney and yep. whatnot and you know take things to the next next level yeah and i guess that's where the music comes into it like if you want to do that yeah yeah and like i love writing i'm really really enjoying love and love writing music mm. so it's all sort of just working really well and it's just I guess the everything just is falling into place at the right time. Yeah, that's it. It's you've got to, you know, you've got to, if you love the actual, I always say if you love the thing, mm. the process of it and not the result, that's always, you're mm. always going to do like way better. For sure. You know, For like sure. actually enjoying, like you said, writing music and making yeah. and when you're in the studio. And I always tell people like one of my favorite things is when, you've got some drums going or something, you've written your drums and then you like write like a bass line and it's just like, 
you know, you're just like, yeah. oh, I just made that. And you're like, yeah. you play it and put it on loop and you just sort of like stand up in the studio I by yourself. I think I've nailed this. By yourself <laughs> and you're just like, oh, yeah. Like you just do a little dance, like, you know, a little, little dance or something. You know you're, like, you're on oh, something when sick, you're yeah. like sitting there and you're bopping your head away, listening it back and you're yeah, like, yeah, oh, this is yeah no, this yeah. is good. This is good. I like this. Just yeah. got the groove happening. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, that's one of my favorite things, man, is when, you know, when that happens, like even... I, I probably can't, wouldn't say over DJing, you know, yeah. DJing's pretty fun and you get the audience reaction and the energy yeah. and it's, it's pretty, pretty great, you know, feeling, yeah. but that's definitely one that's up there for me when I, you know, come up with that and then, yeah. and then I like bounce it down and put headphones on and just have a listen on headphones to, you know, cause I, yeah. listen on, I know what my fucking headphones sound like and that, and I have a little listen for sure. And they'll be like, Oh yeah, that's sick. Like, you know, have little... start listening to it on every other device that you've yeah, got kicking around the house. Got yeah. The phone <laughs> test. Well, actually, interestingly enough, we just got a, um, uh, cause we at the studio here where, uh, we've got the plugin Alliance. Yeah. 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 Uh, bundle. So oh, yeah. we, the subscription. So you, you literally get every plugin on plugin Alliance. Yeah. So when they bring new ones out, you can try them. Yeah. We just started, uh, testing this new one and it's, uh, I can't remember the name now, which kind of defeats the purpose of telling everyone about <laughs> it, but, um, it, and it essentially what it does is it shows you what it will do to your track, uh, the normalization on all the different platforms. Yeah. And then you can also put like a filter over it, um, to hear what it will sound like on your phone, on earbuds, you know, yeah, and it actually yeah. will, will, That's cool. let, you know, change it. So you can actually sort of preview it on your studio speakers, what, what yeah. it will sound like. Man, it's interesting listening to the different, like Spotify, yeah. iTunes, Tidal, like what they do with the normalization. Like yeah, like the loudness how penalties softer, on how, yeah, how much softer it is because you flick between them, man, and it's like Tidal is the got the best. Yeah, yeah, Tidal, Tidal like fully goes like hard when it comes to like the quality of sound. Yeah, it's whereas like yeah, it's like Spotify, if you don't have that one dB of headroom, then they compress it down and like yeah it all of a real, sudden gets everything real, gets real right muddy down. and yeah it's interesting because like you put it on um you, you listen to the title it's like real loud and then you put it on like the spotify one and it's like the volume yeah. just goes right down and you can actually see the volume on your meters and stuff so yeah. you can actually see like oh man they really do turn it down a lot. Yeah. yeah yeah there's a there's a website called loudness penalty yeah um which yeah i got from one of my lecturers and yeah you it's can throw you can throw your track in there and it, they come back with how much all those sites will turn it down. You're just yeah. like, oh, that kind of hurts. Like, yeah. did all this work to make it loud? Yeah. And, uh, and now and they're going to just turn it down. I, I suppose it's different. Like, you know, if you are writing club tracks, yeah, for sure. You know that you want it to be being loud for the club. Like, yeah. It's not, you're not really writing it for people to listen to on earphones and headphones, yeah. like through Spotify. But. but yeah, I guess like when, yeah, when it comes to that, you're, you're almost got to, haven't mastered at two different levels so that you have a yeah. quality in a, someone's car or on someone's headphones and then quality when like you're the, in the club, yeah. The radio edit and then the, the extended one, which I saw you Pretty had much. on the new track. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so did you, like, was that something that the label Hot Sunday wanted you to do or they, you yeah, thought? Yeah, they, they hit me up to and said, do I want to do a radio edit? Um, obviously, like, the extended one is, like, you know, five, six minutes long or something like that. Yeah. So it's kind of long, but uh, yeah, just for the radio edit, it just sort of kept it a little bit more tight. Um, so the vocals came in earlier yeah. and all that. Um, but yeah, had then had like uh, Klaus do the, uh, like Klaus Hill do the yep. mastering on that. Master, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, he is unbelievable. Yeah. But Wizard. yeah. 
of wizard. Oh, absolutely, man. Like, yeah, yeah I'd, before I'd used him before, like, I'd had everyone tell me, like, how good yeah. he was. And it's just I'm actually, like, I haven't used Klaus yet, he's, um, but I've spoken to him about, yeah, doing some stuff. He's like, yeah, definitely. He's like, he's quite there. literally, like, whoever, like, all these, like, all the crew that I know that, you know, are well above me. Yeah. That's who they were sending yeah. their stuff through to. Interesting. So. I've, I've heard of some other guys who, who, were, who were really good too. Um, I actually use or have used in the past uh, Nicholas Di Lorenzo from Panorama Mixing and Mastering in Melbourne. Oh yeah, um, but yeah, he's he does a range of different stuff, but he uses all, he uses a heap of analog gear as well. Oh cool! So yeah, you get that just get that that warm little bit of, that, warmth, little like bit of that, analog bit of, flavor in there. Yeah, yeah so um, but he's really um, he's really like consultive on stuff. He's like, yeah, cool. I can just send him stuff now while I'm writing. Yeah, and be like, what do you think? And he's like, yeah, it's cool. Like you know, you should. Like try to, you know what I mean? So he's he's someone who's not. It's not like you just send him the mix, and yeah. Then he King, mar- and King he sends the master back. It's like he'll be like, "So what's the vibe of the track? Like, what yeah. are you going for? Like, do you want it to be, you know?" And I'm always like, "Man, I want it dynamic. Yeah, I want like, <laughs> the drops to be loud and the the breakdowns to be like soft. Yeah, like you know. So yeah, it's interesting um, the way he sort of looks at at music and stuff. So, but um, yeah, I'm definitely keen to to try. Um, you know. Try a Klaus, a Klaus master, as they call it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, cool. So um, had you done, how was that doing the radio edit version then? Like, was that it was, something, because uh, I, I, I've never really done it. Yeah, it was, oh, it was pretty easy, man. I, I pretty much had my stems that were there, like solid, ready to go. Yeah, yeah. You just and had to edit yeah, just brought them those. down and yeah, chopped and changed it a little bit and less, happy days. Yeah, less, um. Less intro, outro, less yeah, you know, like, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. like basically, you take like forty five seconds off the start and <laughs> minute yeah. minute off the end, and yeah, I think there was like a an extended bit in one of the um in one of the drops that I sort of like just just compressed it. Yeah, cut well, that out. And, compressed is not yeah. a good word to use in, <laughs> yeah, no. in music production. You you made it smaller or shorter. <laughs> made it more compact. Yeah, compact. <laughs> That's the word I was looking for. Compressed is not the right word to use. Yeah. Um, and so, um, you know, with, with doing that radio edit, is that something that you think in the future maybe that you'll do for – Dep- for, for your tracks or for the label or something? Is that something you – Depending on the style of the track. Yeah. Um, like uh, – yeah, we sort of like upload our stuff into like MRAP and that sort of thing to, yep. to get like the community radio stations to play our stuff for the yep. label. So occasionally I will sort of cut edits, like I'll cut yeah, an yeah. edit out of what people have sent us. Yeah. Um, just to have that like three minute 30 long one yeah. that is radio friendly. Yeah. Um, but like unless it's a sort of really vocal track, there's not really much point yeah. in making a radio edit. Yeah, um, yeah. It is what it is. Like if yeah. some people some people will pick it up, some people won't. But yeah, like Took a Bite definitely has more vocal in it. So it was like it, it is kind of radio friendly. So yeah. it was Where'd you get the vocal from for that? I actually stumbled across a sample pack. Yeah. That was um uh I can't even remember which side it was off. But it definitely well, yeah, it wasn't like a spice or anything. Yeah, it was yeah, it wasn't like good. a one of those other ones because I try and avoid the one that everyone, everyone is uses, always yeah. going through. Like There's so much on it though, like Spice. Yeah. But it's like it's too much almost. Yeah. I find it really hard if you're looking for something specific. Yeah. Difficult, man. There's like the – especially vocals. Yeah. Um, like I'm really picky as to what I want to put in there. Yep. Um, 
yeah, like when me and Sarah did my mind, I think she probably hated me by the end of it because yeah. I had exactly how I wanted her to sing it and she wanted to sing it in a different way. And, I, <laughs> and um, Man, don't worry. We know about working with vocalists <laughs> yeah. in here in the studio, yeah. But yeah, like, um, yeah, I, I kind of get set really like in a way that I, that's that's how I want to get how this I want done. it to sound, yeah. Yeah. And like I stumbled across this pack with like these really whispery vocals in it. And yeah, like it would have been sick to record it with somebody, but yeah. it's really hard to find vocalists that uh, you can sort of get to do what you want. Like yeah. without. And just, and it's hard to find. I find that it's either you've either got people who have um, very little or no experience. Yeah. And that's really difficult to work with them because they've got no little or, experience. Or the ones or, that are really the good. Ones really good and they want I fucking, can't afford. Yeah, they want thousands <laughs> of dollars for a track. And it's yeah. Like, or can't, so it's, I find it, it's really hard, that middle ground to find people like you're saying. Yeah, who, yeah, and that's like that's that's sort of like the problem that I've had, like who sort of hunted for somebody that I can work with that's happy to work on lesser rate i guess you could say yeah but yeah. like i know that they're not going to be the best of the best but yeah, yeah. it's just hard to find that one you did find you people who are like on your level you know what i mean exactly it's yeah. like we can we'll both put this out you know and if it works we both we both win benefit <laughs> yeah. whereas if whereas if you know like you have other artists and stuff they're like nah i just want a fee yeah yeah like i just want to be paid yeah exactly but yeah like so i stumbled across that pack and um, it was like this like experimental vocal and it was like real like Billie Eilish whispery yeah. sort of like yeah, cool. vibe and I was like this is sick like I don't know what I'm going to do with it but I'm going to buy it anyway and see where I end yeah. up with it and yeah well like took a bite and my next track rolling away that's yep. like the same chick's vocals and i just basically chopped up the you have to hit it you have to line. find out who the chick is i have literally i've been digging for it like trying to like have gone back chick? through this thing yeah and like all i could find was that the guy who made the pack uh it was his sister and that's what it says in the blurb and i can't find anything more than that and i'm like i just want to know <laughs> yeah you should, yeah figure that out that's but that's cool man that um you know you just stumbed across it Man, I struggle always to find vocal so packs do I, man. So samples, do, and, like vocal samples and stuff. And like that just worked well. And ones that aren't like haven't been overused. And yeah. Like that too, and like, you know, that's the thing yeah. is there's a lot out there that have been overused. And that's kind of why it's when I problem, look yeah. for a vocal sample, if I don't have a vocalist, it I don't look on Splice. Yeah. Because I know that yeah. there's definitely a few tracks that I've heard that uh, are Splice vocals. <laughs> yeah, man, it's interesting because like the, um, like a heap of like G house and like techie G house mm. tunes. I um, you know, I, I had all these tunes and I was like, found this um, I think it said, oh, it's, I can't remember the name of it. But it's a G house fucking vocal pack. Yeah, and like so, I'm, and I listened to all these samples and I'm like, oh. That's from this tune. Yeah. That's from this tune. And literally, like, every sample in that pack has been used, like, Everywhere. multiple times. I'm like, oh, that's where they got that sample from. Like, and it's, like, just literally, like, I'm going through, oh, that's from that track. That's from that track. Yeah. That's from that track. Like, heaps, man. Like, just, and, but, I mean, like, great samples, though. Mm. Like, there's some there's some cool ones in there um, that, yeah, I think I used one on one of my tracks, Bless You. Yeah. It's like sneeze on the mic. That's how I bless you. Yeah. Like, and it's like, 
Yeah, it's hilarious. Um, uh, but yeah, um, you know, when you find those sample packs that you're like, oh, you're just everyone's like, used this, this pack. Yeah, 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 that's where all those samples have come from, from this one genre that I found. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's it's always crazy with that. And how did you get into production then? Like that, like um, did you... Well, like when I was, yeah, when I was living with uh, LP for a little bit and we had the Arctic Zoo thing, me and him, uh, well, he more so was like making some like little edits for us to use in the radio show and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and you know, we lived there together. So I was sitting there right behind him watching what he was doing mm, a bit. and yeah, like I was like, well, why not give it a go myself? So I'm like, yeah, it. started chipping away and yeah, probably the first like 20 odd tracks that I tried to write were just terrible. Really? Oh, um, mate, everyone, everyone's first 20 tracks or whatever are terrible. Uh, actually, except for someone I now I've forgotten who I was talking to. Buster Flux last week, he's, he's got a label coming and he said there's this one dude that um, that he's signed for the label that's, mm. he said, like, it's his first track, but he didn't, like, do one track and move on. He's like... Yeah, just he was finessed like, it. Yeah, like, yeah, worked on it. And um, then the dude, because he told me about that and I commented and went, oh, I'd love to hear it or whatever. And um, then the dude sent it to me, the track, like, the yeah. guy who, um, yeah, who wrote it. And I was like, man, that, that's a sick first track. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like... Yeah, yeah, no, I fully respect like crew that like can sit there and like smash out like that one and just really like Keep nail it. On it. Yeah, like I on the first track I released was like I don't know, it was like this weird like well not tribal, but like it had like heaps of bongos, like real housey sort of like yeah. thing. And yeah, it had like the piano and whatnot, but like definitely so different to what I'd make now, but it was kind of just something that it was the first one that actually sort of came together that was a track. I guess you could yeah, like yeah. a proper track. You actually finished it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Where it actually had like, it wasn't just a fucking loop. Yeah. You know? like yeah. That's always the way you like write a loop. Or and something. then like I did, then after that I did Out of Sight and that was like uh, my friend who lives over in the UK, she did the vocals for it. Like yeah. I sent it to her as just an instrumental. Yeah. And she's like, oh, can I write that? And I was like, yeah, sweet. So she, yeah. Yeah, she recorded over there and then like I, and this is before I was sort of like, doing any of my audio engineering or anything. So like I listen to those tracks now and I'm just like, oh, could have done with some more work. Yeah, but like, everyone do do? has that. Like, you know, yeah. I, listen to, I listen to a heap of like old stuff. I'm like, oh, it's, yeah, it's all right. But it's like, oh, I could do way better. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's the same even to like now, like you, you start something and then you start something a month later and you're like, I don't want to work on that other old track. I yeah, work on this because yeah. it's way better. Like, <laughs> it's that trap you fall into. You know? Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah, like yeah, I was saying like earlier, like uh, um, like I'll be writing tracks and like sometimes I'll just get up to a block and I'll put it like put it to the side. So like I know right now on my computer I've probably got five or six tracks that are like yeah. pretty much just drum tracks with like a little bit of extra stuff in them that yeah. I can sort of open back up and if I've got a new idea, I can just sort of start writing. Yeah, into that's, that. I like, love doing that too. Like like you said, you, you write tracks that maybe you don't use or whatever, but mm. maybe it's got a good, like the drums are cool. Still. Yeah, man. So yeah. you can just delete everything else. Just keep that. Keep the drums. See what and you've got a basic it. structure of a song. Yeah. And then all you got to do is like write a bass line. Yeah. Add a lead, put pad, you know, transitions. Like, so good, man. I yeah. love that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a good, like, little 
yeah technique i suppose oh for sure technique it's strategy and like call it. with what like what i've sort of been doing more lately to like because i do write that drum track first i'm sort of like getting tracks that i love and using the structure for that yeah and like where like the hats would change up to like keep the groove and whatnot and yeah, just yeah. sort of working with that sort of same similar structure and then yeah. just like delete that track out and then you've got that core of it ready yeah, to go yeah. the structure there yeah yeah and it just sort of takes a bit of the thinking out of it. It's always good when you can just get to the core of making yeah. the vibe, you know. Otherwise, like, track. I'll be writing the drum track and I'll put way too much effort into it and it's turned into, like, this seven-minute-long track and, like, yeah. nothing against seven-minute-long songs, but a lot of people yeah. now have a hard time. But that's before you've even added other stuff. Exactly, seven man. Minute, like, wrong with a seven-minute song, yeah. but... A seven-minute just drum track? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. you got to add all the other epic, stuff. Epic drum solo right there. <laughs> yeah. That'd be hectic. Have you, have you done any of that? Like, do you do any recording of drum stuff? Like, can you still play drums? Uh, sort of. I can sort of still sorta, play. Sort of, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like I – last trimester at uni, I, I – jumped on the kit and sort of recorded like a bit of a drum loop, but it wasn't anything too crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it was more just to actually get the, the sounds recorded and resample them and whatnot. Like yeah. I do enjoy, you know, taking those sort of aspects and, you know, creating my own thing with yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess that's why I bought the, um, the 808 uh, yeah. or the TR-08, like the replica ones that um roll yes yeah, is it the small yeah it's about yay big and yeah oh, so is it, no so you're talking about the tr the tr08 yeah tr08 yeah yeah, yeah yeah not the little 808 you know the little tiny ones that they started doing the boutique yeah that's yeah yeah, yeah. oh it is that one yeah, so it's yeah. the real small one yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's not the green and black oh it's like yes yeah, like yeah, nah, yeah. nah, it's, not that yeah. one yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the little like boutique one. Yeah, yeah. So and how like, is that? You, it's sick, man. The yeah. sounds that you can get out of it, just like so good. Yeah, like I can understand. Because it's got some nine oh nine stuff in it as well. I think doesn't it? Nah, that one. It's just the straight eight oh eight. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but like you can program all the sounds. Like you like that's the part that I like the most is like you can yeah. sit there and tune what you want out yeah. of it. Like so if you want a big fat bassy kick, like you, you can, can do it get easy. that. Yeah, yeah. Like. Um, and you can get that click at the top too, just so that it does have that like punch through. Yeah, like, yeah. And yeah. So like it, it's it's super cool to work with that. Yeah. Um, and just like all the different sounds in there. Yeah, cool. But yeah, it's so like it's just been a different approach to, I guess, instead of just sitting there in front of the computer. Yeah, that's always good to be able to get out and actually touch, touch stuff. Yeah, man. Feel for stuff. sure, for sure. Like. Yeah. Yeah, the amount of stuff like, and I bought a little uh, one of those Korg um, new bass. Okay, yeah. Because I'm like I froth that like acid sound. Yeah. So yeah. like you, you, I couldn't really go wrong with it. Like, <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. But yeah, so like I yeah even like little samples of that I've just used that for heaps of stuff that I've been working on. Just, yeah. Like some little bits. Just here, sampling snippets. bits and pieces. Like yeah. not using the whole thing. Just like yeah, yep, yeah. That little bit. That little bit. Yeah, I've got the. Uh, I can't remember what it's the the Roland <coughs> the Roland Studio Electronics. Let me grab it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a Roland. Uh, it's the SEO two. Oh yeah. For everyone that's uh, watching, <laughs> um, yeah, the SEO two and it's uh, yeah, it's just a little synth. Like I love little. Uh, it's a bass synth mainly. Sick. It's like a Moog. Um, yeah. It's it's 
but I, I actually love that it's so small. Yeah. And you can just have it next to you on the desk, like you can, you know, and you can, you can play with it, sort of thing. And you don't have to like have a big, massive setup. Yeah, no yeah. one can. You guys can't see this, but you know, the walls. We've got a heap of synths. Wall on of it. synth. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think it's interesting to, uh, you know, have stuff you can touch and play with. And yeah. It's easier to do those little build up things because yeah, and the slide, you've got two hands, fine tuning you've got that you two can, hands yeah. instead of mouse is one. Yeah. So you can actually, you know, change multiple things. Um, yeah. And the cool thing about this is that it actually you can plug in USB and it's, it's analog, but it's got digital control. Sick. So you can actually like automate the parameters on it, mm. but it's still analog. So it's oh, like, wow. Yeah, through the MIDI clips and stuff in Ableton. So That's like, unreal. Yeah, hectic, man. <laughs> to be able to do to do that is like mental. Um, let's have a quick break though um, and then we'll come back and, and, and keep going. Sounds good, man. <laughs> All right, so we're back. Um, had a little break and, and that. And um, so I, I want to, you know, talk a little bit about maybe – you know, the future, what some of your goals are and stuff. Like what, what have you got planned for? So much. Yeah, because you mentioned <laughs> it before that yeah. you've got all these goals and stuff. So what what are you thinking? What what would you love to do or what's some goals that you've, like, you've set for yourself? Big, like my main goals really like is, well, one's to just like keep just ticking away with the, with the music and like writing stuff that I love. Yeah. Like not really set to what genre it is. Like if, if I chop and change, like – that it is what it is like yeah. everything's going to go with your tastes i don't want to be writing music that i hate but at the end of the day yeah. um which i don't right now i love everything yeah. that i'm sort of working on so it's good but yeah other than that like building the label um and really sort of like helping like especially like artists that uh you know starting out and but like writing really good stuff like mm. I want to be able to like help them sort of like push through and like get that first release out yeah. and yeah, help, I guess like, I don't know, help them with the hurdles that were like hard for me in the beginning to yeah. like put stuff out. Um, yeah. So like building the label and I, I did want to like, I want to look at setting my own studio up like for people to come in and, you know, yeah. so like it'd be like the sort of kind of music like studio. studio yeah. yeah. Um, yeah probably down on the coast like yeah that's Man, that, that i can that, definitely i can definitely run you through that kind of shit yeah yeah i'm actually uh next week uh on friday johnny who owns a studio with us um he's going to come in and have a chat yes yeah, um, we're going to talk about all that stuff because he's been on before but it was when we were in the old studio so now yeah. we've gone through a whole process of setting this place up and we're you know moving soon yeah, to yeah. set another place up so it's something that um you know we've had to learn a lot about yeah like, yeah you know like the sound treatment and room size and everything sure. and so um yeah that that'll be a cool one to listen to i think yeah. um because i'll definitely be yeah, we'll uh, catching about, up on that one for yeah, sure yeah anyone who wants to like you know learn a bit more about and that's what we'll focus on in that one because he's already been on so yeah you know if people want to know about his musical journey and past and all that kind of stuff they can just go back and listen but and i guess that's like with me like i guess that's why like when my missus like sort of suggested to me like to go and do the degree yeah and you know give it a go that was kind of like the end goal so it's like i've got that audio engineering background and then i'll have if i've got the studio there then it's yeah. like something that keeps me rolling yeah like down the track yep. keeps me involved in the music and enjoying yep. myself and getting to work with rad people all the time yeah, that's it yeah 
And like, I love that. Like just, you know, even if you're not working on your own music and you're like helping someone else with music, it's still enjoyable. hundred percent, man. hundred percent. Like, oh yeah. I like, I obviously haven't been doing it like that super long time, Yeah. but I've been lucky enough to have some really, really good influences around me. Like in the way of like getting feedback, like, yeah. Like I mentioned before, like with Kyle Watson's little like Patreon thing and yep. uh, like guys like Wonga I talked to to get, you know, some feedback. Yeah. Um, Color Castle, Christian Hot, like with Hot yeah, Sunday. Yeah. Um, Craig Roberts has been massive for me. Like yeah. he's like the best with feedback, like breaks things down to exactly yeah. how I yeah, how yeah. I understand like, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> needs to be tougher right all right how am I gonna yeah, make this yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah for sure but like yeah having like people that have been around for a long time and, yeah. and just know what yeah. needs to be done they can give you their yeah, opinion and stuff yeah. for sure man it's and actually like it's a good opinion yeah it's someone a, you you trust yeah yeah like if you surround yourself with people that are like amazing at what they do then yeah you don't really have anywhere else to go but up. Yeah. So, yeah, it's something that I, I've always like tried to put myself in the in the position of you know being around people that love what they do and yeah, yeah. have that drive and that passion to you know be the best that they can. Yeah, um, such a cliche saying. But I know it's, it's cliche because it's true. Exactly, you know, man. Like, like it's I always a, say that like sayings are cliche because they're they're true. And it's like the older <laughs> you get, you, the more these things like just come into play, and you're like, oh yeah. wow, like I remember people saying that, but like forever, I didn't believe it yeah. at all. And then like, yeah. it's so true, yeah, yeah. Well, that's why this is so great, like to be able to do the podcast and stuff, mm. is because like I get to hang out with people every week that that are you yeah. know like inspired and passionate yeah. and like into you know motivated to do stuff so um that's you know i get that little added bonus mm. um you know from from talking to people every week and then it's like someone tells you a little story or a technique or something yeah like, oh, man, i need to get come, it and write it go try that yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, oh, i need to yeah just it just helps to to keep you you know yeah motivated and that like uh yeah i had uh Wongo come over uh during covid after he did his big live stream and we did like a little bit of like a production lesson just went over like all my tracks yeah. that i was working on and like he just gave me a couple of these like little points on like with my kick that just changed everything yeah. like just made it tougher and grittier and just Sometimes it's those oh. little tiny things. Yeah. Like even I was just working on a collab with um, uh, Art Supplies. Yeah. We're working on something. Um, and just even something in like something basic in Ableton in like the instead of like in Simpler. Yeah. The sampler yeah, sort yeah, of yeah, thing. Yeah. In Simpler and just like the fade out and stuff. Like I'd always use the envelope to shape yeah. the sample. And he's like, oh man, you can use this. And it was like, checked it out. And I was like, now I like, use it on every, like every drum, every yeah. drum I use that technique yeah. like you know i love i love that like simpler and sampler like in ableton like yeah just being able to just take a sound that you're just frothing like and work with that and yeah. shape it and, manipulate it yeah yeah make it your own and stuff like that yeah 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 that's cool um so what uh what's some uh let, let's do the uh give me your gold section where uh, you tell us about maybe some stuff that you're loving at the moment whether it's like techniques mm -hmm. um plugins um sample packs or anything like that you at the moment you're just like oh, i've been using this heaps or i keep using doing this i'm all over fab filter love it 
like filters everything that Fab Filters like got is like yeah, I use their stuff on everything. Like the Q3, yeah. I use that for like for for my cor- like corrective EQ, I suppose I call it. Yeah. like notching out and getting rid yeah. of stuff and getting rid of things, and then use other plugins to maybe give color and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, another one that I found myself sort of playing around with, like on certain layers of my kick, is Kick Tweak. Yeah, um, just I've got to kick tweak too. yeah, I um I picked that one up off. Uh, after I watched the Red Bull podcast with um, Chris Lake. Uh, yep. Yeah. Because, yeah, he's obviously like, well, he's a massive influence for for the stuff that I write. Yeah. I just, I, I love his attitude towards it. And yeah, it's pretty much just like. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah. yeah he's just like, I'm just going to write this and that's how it's going to be. And <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I use Quick Kick too because, well, because um, who was it? Someone on the podcast mentioned it and I grabbed it. Odd Mob. Yeah. Odd Mob mentioned it. Yeah, yeah. And I think he had heard it from that podcast. Yeah, yeah maybe. But um, yeah, that's a that's a really cool one I love to use as well, just to give it a bit of, yeah, different change the kick. 100%, whatever. man. Yeah. yeah, and then I'm just trying to think of what else there is. Like there's so many things that I, I, I chop and change between. Yeah. Like I will like throw that many things onto a sound and – bounce it out and flatten it and do everything I yeah, can. Yeah. But to completely change it, um, like half the time I don't even know the process that I've gone through to get to the point that it ends up at. Yeah. But I guess that's the whole fun of sound design. Yeah, you just keep yeah. Yeah, you just like do it, bounce it, reverse it, chop it, like try something yeah. else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like Put I guess some chorus on it, like you know, whatever you want to well, do. Well yeah, like I, I I watched. I got shown this thing at uni from one of my mates that we'd sort of done a bit of a like a collab on a remix of um, Flume's "Rushing Back." Yeah, it was like a competition or something. We were like, "Oh, we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll use that as our like assignment because we can." Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Idea, yeah. So we put that together, and he sort of had like more of a trap background. I've got more of a housey background, and yeah, like came up with this like cool little edit. And then he showed me this video of Flume afterwards and his process of how he goes through it. And he's just like, yep, chop it, reverse it, bounce it, like just smash it. Yeah. Like, and I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, I like that. And yeah. Yeah. I guess it's just that's the same sort of approach I take when I start just messing with sounds. Like, yeah. I, I kind of get an idea in my head and I don't really stop until I, yeah. I get it. Like, yeah, you can get it down. The amount, yeah, the amount of times that like I sit there at like ten o'clock at night, and then I'm like, oh shit, the sun's coming up, and better go to bed. Yeah, yeah. I've done some of that recently where I'm like just working on stuff, and then I'm like, holy shit, this yeah, it's getting light outside. I'm like, I've got work at seven. The, the birds, <gasps> the birds have started. Shit, I've got work at seven. Holy shit, I'm gonna be so tired tomorrow. Yeah. What's the time? You're like, fuck, I'm only going to get two hours <laughs> sleep. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. the struggle, but it, it's, it's you, get, you get carried away, hey? Oh, 100%, man. Like, and, and I find that for me, like that sort of creative process, like really kicks off between midnight and 2 a.m. Yeah. Because everyone else has gone to bed. I've just got my own time. Like there's nothing else distracting me. And I just sort of like get yeah. into this like creative zone and yeah. Yeah, just hone in on what I want, and then yeah. it's like, oh yeah, no, that worked. Yeah, 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 that's sick. Yeah, that's always that's always the way, you know. You 
you you get stuck into it and then yeah. it's like it just happens um yeah definitely um <laughs> so sort of kind of music uh, how did the you guys come up with that that name so for it yeah like i was saying earlier with the with your, with your shot um me and my buddy mitch uh we were doing your shot together yep. as a duo and um we hadn't thought of a name yet but we'd got that message that night saying you've been accepted come in What's tomorrow yeah <laughs> shit we've got to think of a name we actually went out that night and ran into um talina and talina asked mitch she's like oh have you have you thought of any names yet and he was just like oh yeah sort of kind of we've like got a couple that we've got going she's like oh sort of kind of is cool and we were like oh yeah that's sick yeah and so we ran with that for that and then because after your shot, he sort of like bailed on DJing and I stuck with it. Um, it's his own thing, yeah. Yeah, but I still had a sticker on my um, on one of my monitors. Yeah. And so when I was trying to think of a name, that was there. And I was like, nah, I can't use that. I can't use that. I can't use that. But it was the only thing that I kept going back to. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I like ran with that. And then, yeah, when obviously me and Sarah sort of kicked off and like started it, threw the name yeah. at her and she's like, yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it would just hit the hit the ground running with with yeah. that. Yeah, that's cool. And then um the the cactus and the skull yeah, thing. Yeah, what's the vibe there? So the second track that I ever released, which was out of uh, called Out of Sight, I was working at Jet Pilot at the time. Um and so I hit up one of the designers. I was just like, yep. dude, I need a design for the cover. I don't know what to do. You're a designer. How much is it going to cost me? Blah yeah. blah blah. And he's just like, well, what do you want? And I was like, I don't know. He's like, like I don't know. I'm That's like, uh, think of like a three-day bender and you're at Sunday Arvo and you want to keep partying, but you can't really. Yeah. And so he's come back with like the skull with the like blunt roll. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, we're, I'm, like, I'm like, we're, we're kind of getting there. I'm like, can we, I don't know, you've got crack in the skull. Could like could you do a cactus or something coming out of it? Like the dude's toast, like, and he's like, oh yeah, sweet man. So he came back with that. And then, yeah, so that was actually the cover on that. Um, that track, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, when I like came up with the name and I was like, oh, well, I'll start working with that. So I pulled out the old cover and cut all the yeah extra stuff out of it. And yeah, it's a cool fucking little logo and shit. Yeah, it was like, it just sort of like, it, yeah, I guess it kind of just, Worked for what the, the then you name can do was. Mexican theme parties too. Yeah. <laughs> like when you do a studio thing. Yeah, know, well, you know. like and that was like why we're getting we're getting Mexican for the party. Yeah, and that was like why with the um the podcast that like we were doing. Yeah, I was like, oh, we'll call it Club Cactus because yeah, we've got yeah. the cactus and then yeah, yeah. you know before I knew it, I had like all these inflatable cactuses and flamingos and all sorts of stuff, and I was just like, well, yeah. this is getting out of hand. Yeah. But <laughs> That's it. You just run with it. Oh, that's cool. I'll get that. I'll get that too. I'll get that. Yeah. And everything was taking so long to get delivered. You'd forgotten what you'd actually ordered. And yeah. I love that. Yeah. I remember I had a shirt turn up one day and I was like, when did, <laughs> where, when, like what? And then I remembered that I was drunk one time in the studio, like, uh, like just on the couch or something when yeah. Johnny was working on a tune or something. And I remember like, opening my phone scrolling. Like, yeah. It was like an Instagram ad for some shirt or something. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, that looks cool. I'll buy that. And then it turns up and I'm like, what? What's yeah. this? Like, 
think it had like the DMT molecule on the front and shit. Yeah. Like it was hectic, man. Uh, I was like, that looks cool. I'll get that. There's so often though, you find when you like buy those shirts that they're just the wrong size. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I don't have that much trouble with it because like because I'm already like, you know, a small Asian dude. Yeah. I fit small Asian clothes. Fair, so fair. it's fine. Like, you know, like I can order a small or a medium yeah. and it actually fits because I'm the same body type as I swear every, the Asian country where they're making it. I swear every time I order one, if I order a large, it's like a little fucking crop top on me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem, man. Like, yeah, sizing internationally. I, I don't really have that problem, so yeah. I'm lucky. <laughs> lucky. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Um, And so, like, we were talking in the break a little bit. We were talking about that, you know, you watched last week's podcast. Yeah. And, and you said that. Uh, you know, with um, with Buster Flux, Jake um, being in like a polyamorous uh, relationship, and you said, "Oh, that's under, <laughs> on that same vibe with me and my partner and stuff." And I was yeah. like, "Oh, that's that's so funny!" Like the coincidence that two weeks in a row randomly yeah. um, we've had people on there. So, like, you know, with um, in that you know situation, like similar situation, or the way they they you know run their relationship relationships. Whatever it is. Yeah. So, um, how did uh, how did you get into that kind of a you know situation or relationship, or how did you? It was it was more just a yeah, like uh, I guess me and my partner had like a conversation a fair while ago. Now it's like two years ago or so. Yeah. Um, like we've been together for four years, so like we're we're solid as like yeah. literally couldn't ask for a better person in my life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it, yeah, just sort of came up in conversation and thought we'd see how it all go and see how it all pan out. And yeah. Is it something that you sort of came like no, it was actually was her. It, it was actually it was actually her that yeah. like came to me like with the um the question. Um and you know I wasn't against it. So yeah. I was like, yeah, no, nah, let's give it a go. And just Yeah. Yeah. And so it's it's all going well. All super sweet, man. It's yeah. yeah. We like have our own time together, like that we go do whatever and yeah, do our own thing. That's it. Yeah, do our it's our thing as a couple as well. So yeah, yeah. that's that's the thing, man. It sounds sounds pretty freeing to be honest. It you know? really, it, like, re it really is, man. It takes it takes a lot of pressure off. Um, like, uh, well, just in life generally, like, because you know, so many people are sitting there worried about, you know, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, and what's my partner doing? And exactly, that, you know, like, and like, I guess working in uh, nightclubs and all that, you got it right in front of you a lot of the time. Yeah, and like my partner's work; she did ten years working in bars and managing venues and whatnot, so she yeah. she the, gets that too. She, she knows what's up, yeah. like, um, but yeah, so like it, I guess it. It it's freeing for everybody. Um, yeah, like not having to worry about what is happening, um, and like we're super open and honest and you know forward with everything that we yeah we're doing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems like that's the biggest thing that you have to sort of do is you have to be for sure, man. If open you, and honest about stuff. If yeah. you yeah, if you can't be like open and honest, then it just it's not gonna work. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Sure. yeah, that's crazy that um, you know, like I said, two weeks in a row. Um and not even planned. It definitely seems to be like becoming a little bit more like of a, a common thing. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people are sort of just like starting to like yeah, well break out of what was the norm. 
Yeah. For so, so long. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So much like, you know, influence from like religion and, and you know, past, like just society in general. Yeah, man. 100%. 100%. Just, just what they think. It's like, man, we can change the rules. Yeah. If we want to change we'll, it, we'll we can spend these it. a little bit. Like. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, um, yeah, that's, that, that's interesting then, man. Um, and so... Like, are you seeing anyone else at the moment? Then is there like? No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not. Um, but yeah, like I, yeah, if whatever comes along, like yeah, you know, it. it's like I. That's the thing about it, man. Like, it doesn't seem like something where you actually are like, you have to go out. It's not like you're sitting there hunting for uh, yeah, yeah for more partners or anything. It's like it literally, it, it literally like cool. takes the pressure off like life in general. Like, yeah. it's um, I guess. Yeah, it's not like when you you are single and you're like, oh yeah, no, I'm like super keen on that person. Like I'm gonna yeah. like shoot super hard. Like yeah, if it is what it is, and like I'm a very go with the flow type dude. Like I'm pretty chill. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, if like something comes along and it yeah, it's something worth sort of like getting to know and yeah and pursuing and yeah for sure yeah then yeah then it's all good. But I guess it's it's you're not missing out on a, a what if opportunity in life then. Yeah. And like with, uh, with my partner, like it's, yeah, we're, as I said, like super close and like, yeah, you kind of know that like, that's my person that, yeah. 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 You want to spend the, life, your, the rest of your life with like, yeah. yeah, she's, like I said, she's probably the most rad girl I've ever met in yeah, my life. Sweet. So, yeah, I can't really go wrong. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, yeah, that's that's uh, it's interesting to me. And, and to be honest, when I put that, um, you know, I, I posted about it initially, mm. saying, "Is there anyone in this?" You know, because I I kind of like talking about things that people don't talk about. Yeah, or don't you know? It's not out there. Well, like even even for us, like we've we've kept it pretty low key. Like our yeah. our like friendship circle sort of knows. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's not something we sort of like plaster out everywhere, and except for the podcast where you've well, you right now, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, exactly. slightly no, different. But yeah, yeah, I did so, ask him before hi everyone. if we could <laughs> yeah. talk about this. I didn't just totally out him on, yeah, on nah, a podcast. Good. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, yeah, that's that's. But so a lot of people reached out, like, and we're yeah. like, we're like, yeah, I'm, I do that. Like, can we do that? And but a lot of people were also like, don't really want to talk about it on the podcast because yeah. because it's not talked about and people don't get it. And it's not, you know, oh, 100%, it totally man. Totally makes sense. You and know? like, uh, from like my mate's point of view, like the like dude mates that I have that do know, like their uh, questions are like more like a judgy sort of question. It's like, Oh, like, yeah, that's not that bad, dude. Like it's, you just yeah. got to change your mind frame. Yeah. Um, whereas like it, it girls are actually seem more accepting of it than, <laughs> Than guys, interesting, yeah. yeah, interesting dynamic there. You would, I, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I would have thought it would. I don't know. Maybe it's because of like the mm. the general societal thing of it's like that's my girl, yeah, kind yeah. of thing. You know what I mean? Like, and that's yeah, yeah. It's, that's that's I guess the the mentality for a lot of. But people. then again, like girls would be like, "That's my man." So yeah. it's like that doesn't really work. So yeah. I don't know. I'm sure there's a reason. <laughs> Each to their own at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so what do we got uh, coming up from you? Like music or, you know, yeah, we, so we've got like, some releases coming. You yeah, so yeah, that, I've got... um, we're going to listen to soon. Got, got one track that's like, yeah, good to go. That's locked and loaded. That's going to be 
November 16th, obviously took a bite, just come out on Thursday. Uh, yeah, so anyone that's watching this, go give yeah. it a listen. Go check it out. <laughs> it's really dope, man. I was really impressed by it, actually. Like, like from because I've listened yeah. to all your tracks and the progression. Yeah. It's, it's definitely like a, a really dope track um, and, and a good progression. And like, that's the know. thing is like COVID's been such a big progression curve for me. Like I've been yeah. able to really hone in on what I wanted to make and yeah. how it wanted it to sound. And I sort of took a step back and listened to a lot of other music uh, that I take influence from and yeah. like just breaking it down into what it had and what Analyzing I was it missing. Sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like because a lot of my other tracks, they were, I guess, a bit more minimalistic in the way like certain aspects, like just yeah. like more so like textures and stuff that just weren't there. Like it was yeah. – uh, but yeah, like I guess as my music's matured, it's yeah, it's all sort of started coming together, and yeah, there's bits yeah. and pieces that I'm adding in now that it, that I wouldn't have added in before. Yeah, but it pulls it all together, um, especially if you're trying to write like a club track that you want to be like pumping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It needs that movement the whole way through. Yeah. You don't want it to get boring. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's the hardest thing really, isn't it? Yeah. It's and easy to make loops and then add layers, but yeah. to make it actually progress and and how yeah, have that flow. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that's yeah, been the, the biggest sort of like learning curve for me is just working on that groove and, and, and the, the flow of the track. Yeah. But yeah, so I've got those like a uh, couple of tracks locked in. Um yeah, like at, at the moment, like post-COVID, we're sort of like trying to get back into... The kind quite, of post-COVID still. It's yeah. Like, it's weird though, isn't it? Because it's like... It's this weird spot. You can see yeah. the light at the end of the tunnel, but... It's so the, far away at the same so time. It's so far away, <laughs> but like at the same time, it's like you could like... It could all just go to shit again. Yeah, 100%. Like the stadium the other... Like last night at... Um, like up here, <laughs> it was yeah. just like, that was actually a fuck up. Hey, you, like everyone's yeah. like they actually fucked up. It was like, like a I've, ticket, ticket I've, thing. I've or literally wasn't seen it? <laughs> like everyone posting about it, and I'm like, well, yeah, they they fucked up. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't. They didn't plan to do that. They didn't plan to have yeah, a massive twenty thousand people out there. But and, and like you know, I I'll, I'll take a lot of flack for saying this, but it's not. People got to understand that it's not actually about stopping the spread and yeah, that yeah. it's about reducing the risk. And yeah. so, uh, an event at a stadium yeah. that goes for three hours—that's outdoors. That's outdoors. <laughs> is you know to to allow that to happen compared to allowing all the nightclubs where everyone's drinking, same drinks, dancing, sweaty, in Super contact, close to either. <laughs> um, making out yeah. even, like, um, you know, um, three nights, four nights a week for huge numbers of hours, yeah. the risk goes through the roof. So much and higher. then you look at the, the comparison to the money, like, yeah. you know, like the, the sun court, because it is, it's about managing the oh, risk yeah. versus the reward. Yeah. And so, you know, the risk might be a bit higher for the stadium stuff, but the reward is a lot higher as well because yeah. it's a lot more money for that short period of time. It's broadcasted yeah. throughout it's, Australia. It's pulling the it's, money. So it's, it's pulling money yeah. and eyes and everything. So like, um, like I understand everyone's frustration yeah. about, <laughs> you know, oh, how come they get to do this and we can't do this? But I think 
We really need to remember that our friends in Melbourne (laughs) can't even fucking leave their houses. So we need to stop bitching (laughs) because fucking those motherfuckers are fucking looking at us and thinking, what fucking... Lucky bastards. What lucky (laughs) bastards. And they're whinging about not being able... You know, so, you know, I I see all the sides of the story. I'm the same, man. But at the same time, I'm sort of like, come on, guys, just chill out a bit. We're so close. but We're so close to getting there. Um, Let's just all keep, you know, doing doing the things we need to do to get there and, you know... um, Maybe we'll do some weddings or something yeah. at some venues. You know, like, but <laughs> That's, yeah, well, now I think everyone needs to chill. Like, we've got it pretty good and we're, as of we're November, working. As of November, something. they should just have weddings in every venue every weekend. Then everyone can dance. <laughs> Someone gets married that night. Yeah. Just have an annulment the next yeah. day. There's ways around this, fam. Yeah. We got this. We got this. 100%. <laughs> Someone just starts um, a new club called The Wedding. The Wedding. The Wedding, <laughs> the wedding Club. The wedding house yeah. or something like that. Who's got a venue? <laughs> yeah, hit us up. Let's start it. Uh, but yeah, like you know, I, I've I've I haven't said this online yet or anything, and and this has been the first time that I'm saying <laughs> it. But um, I think people need to um, maybe just check themselves a little bit, and I understand that it's yeah. we're like it's you know it's fucked our it's industry. Fr- it's frustrating for everyone. Like it's, I mean, it's I, I understand it's fucked our industry for a lot of people, and it's really hurt a lot of people, but. At the end of the day, um, we've got it pretty good yeah. compared to a lot of places. Oh, yeah, man, for yeah. sure. So, and um, yeah, like I think the other, th- on the other hand, too, like it, after all this is done and dusted, like you're going to find that the people that want to be in this industry are the ones that are going to stick around. Yeah. So it, it's probably only doing us all a, a favor. It's like a reset. Yeah. Reset. It's like, yeah, the full stop reset. And, you know, yeah. Now everybody that's still here are the ones that want to make music, want to push like yeah. what they're doing. Like it's not just about being the person on the stage, yeah. Being you know with the DJ, the, just dropping the, bangers. The all cool, night. Yeah, yeah. It's not about just being the cool person on stage. You actually do when all that goes away, you still love the music. Yeah, you know. And like I get, I guess that's something that I sort of look at with myself. Like I, I, I I'm not a big show person. Like on yeah. stage, like. I am fully just like into what I'm playing and yeah. kind of more so get lost in in the vibe in that. Yeah, yeah. Then like I'm dancing away to what that's going on. Yeah. Obviously reading a room as best I can as well at the same time. Yeah, but yeah. like yeah, it's I yeah, I'm more in it for the actual the actual music and like yeah. playing stuff that I think's dope. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. Because like, you know, you're where uh so you must be an eighty seven model. Yeah, as well. So yeah, it. I'm an 87 <laughs> model as well. So that's um. So I I think you know when I started um you know in like 2008 ish, it was that vibe. It yeah. wasn't you weren't the guy on the stage yeah. at the club. You were in the corner in a little booth. And yeah, it was like everyone's like, why are you? Why don't you come and party and hang out with us and drink and like you like in the corner by yourself like yeah. music and I'm like you don't get it. Love the music, like yeah, you don't understand. Where I'm at. <laughs> you don't understand. Yeah, yeah. I remember playing like little like house parties when I first started, and like everyone's like, "Oh, just put a mix or something on, like, yeah. and then come drink." And it's like, "Oh, no, nah, no, nah, it's all good. I got this. So I'll just I'll have another drink here. You guys can come stand with me, but I'm gonna keep playing the music. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to go out there with everybody else now. <laughs> yeah, I used to do pub. I used to do pub gigs. Um, 
and I'd go and hang with people and I had a little wireless controller. Yeah. Uh, like mini, oh, MIDI, <laughs> MIDI controller. Yeah. yeah. So I could like go like 10 meters from the decks and like sit down and have a beer with some people. <laughs> but just like, and it just had like a few buttons, a knob, like a knob. Yeah. And so I'd make the knob the crossfader yeah. to cross between two tracks. Because it's a pub, yeah. I'm just playing like, you know, rock tunes or Pubby whatever. music. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like you don't have to actually like mix shit. So yeah. You can just sort of like drop something as long as you know like what you know what's coming so you can go for a couple of songs and go and have a have enjoy a, yourself have a beer or whatever and then go head back up and stuff yeah so that was always really fun that's to pretty do. solid yeah. <laughs> to um i think wellington wellington point hotel maybe i did that a few times that yeah yeah but um yeah it was that's a cool little piece of kit that that thing i've got but i don't use it enough <laughs> I don't even know where it is, to be honest. I guess you kind of like once, like obviously you're not playing as many pubs now. Like, yeah, yeah. So like, I didn't even know when I played a pub last. Yeah, time. so like I guess it, it, you get to that point where you want to be behind the decks the whole time because you've got that set flow happening. That's true. Like, the only other time I've used it was when I did my mate's wedding. Yeah. Um, and it was for the ceremony. Yep. So I was actually sitting in the crowd. Perfect. <laughs> and I had the deck set up and like, like behind with the thing. And like as they're like walking down, I'm just like, bang, play. Yeah, like, that's the it. go. And then yeah. like the next song was like, all right, turn it, bang. Like, you know, like, yeah, it was perfect, man. For, yeah, that, for, that, for that. that definitely sounds like the perfect like wedding, like DJ, like thing that you need. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, but it was even, it wasn't at the actual like reception. It was at the ceremony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's actually sitting in the, yeah. you know, in the in the ceremony and I, I didn't have to be over doing whatever. So yeah. that was cool. <laughs> um, So mate, where, where can we find sort of kind of music? Yeah. And where can we find Demo Cox, uh, uh, your socials and things? Yeah. So like, well, yeah, obviously our website, like if you've got any demos and stuff, like uh, if you go onto sort of kind of music.com, um, yeah, demos can be submitted through the site. Um, they come straight to, to me and Sarah then. And we I just suppose like for the sort of kind of music, if you've got the website, just go there and yeah. you'll find all the links to the socials and stuff there. Yeah. So, and yeah, pretty much all our socials are sort of kind of music just as one word. So yeah. Twitter, Facebook, Insta. That's easy to find. Easy as. Um, yeah. And then for myself, pretty much same goes. Like I've got the damocox.com and yeah. all the socials are on there. And, yeah. But yeah, pretty much everything's either like Damo Cox or DJ Damo Cox. Easy to find. To find stuff. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. Um, well, thanks for coming in, man. I've um, I've actually, I have tried to get Sarah in a few times already. Yeah. Um, she's a busy woman. She's falls, a very busy woman. It's fallen through a few times. Um, she's actually going to come on. I asked her because like I, I was a few weeks ago, I was like, oh, the 69th episode's coming up. I'm like, <laughs> who's going to be on the episode 69? Like, I'm, And then I was like, Fuck, I was like, and I messaged Sarah, I'm like, this might be a bit cheeky, but would you want to come on for episode 69? And she's like, that's so on brand for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, that's, I was like, yeah, I was like, cool. I was like, I thought you'd enjoy that. But um, yeah, she's, it fell through. So man, she wasn't episode 69. So you missed out, Sarah. You could have been episode 69, but you weren't. She's, yeah, she's fucking. absolute gold for that sort of, yeah. those moments. Like, <laughs> Love Sarah. Love, love, love everything she does. So, um, but yeah, thanks for coming in, man. And, All good, man. Um, it's been a I good hope, time. Uh, I hope to to see some more tunes, uh, you know, coming out from yourself and sort of kind of music. And like I've already spoken to you, I'm going to start sending some tracks to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. See if there's anything you vibe. Um, and yeah, so let's um let's fire up this rig and uh, sounds yeah, good, to man. Some music, man. Thanks for coming in. Sweet brother. Cheers. Cheers. Catch you guys. Have a good one. You.
Bang, there we go, guys. Another one in the bag. Absolutely love that one with Damo. Uh, thanks to him for coming on the show. Um, you know, all the stuff about the label uh, and the music and, you know, how he got to where he was. And I learned a heap about him uh, because I actually didn't – we hadn't met before. So um, this was the first time I had sat down with Damo in person. Uh, so, yeah, I really appreciate him taking his time out and driving all the way from the Gold Coast to come on the show. So thanks, Damo. Guys, make sure you go and check out Damo's new track, Took a Bite. Um, really love this one. I was actually blown away by uh, by this by by Damo. So um, yeah, make sure you guys go and check that out. It's called "Took a Bite" by Damo Cox, uh, and that one's on Hot Sunday Records. So just go to anywhere you you can find uh, good music. I suppose you can just go to his socials as well, and you should be able to find those tracks pretty easily. Make sure you follow Damo on all his platforms. Super easy to find. It's just Damo Cox. Um, you know, we've got links in all the show notes, so make sure you look out for all his socials and check out all his music that he's putting out at the moment. Make sure you also go and check out Sorta Kinda Music. Uh, it's just Sorta Kinda Music on all platforms. Again, links in all the descriptions um, so you can find them pretty easily as well. Make sure you're following me at Boy King Koi on everything. I'm super easy to find and you can follow all my socials and all my content through, uh, a, you know, Boy King Koi. Uh, then also, as always, go to abeerwith.com for all your abeerwith needs, anything to do with the podcast, uh, and make sure you get out there and, you know, share it around to any friends who you think might enjoy this podcast. All right, guys. So this next episode we've got coming up, I'm going to have Johnny Ahern on the show. So Johnny owns the recording studio, Diffuse Studios, with myself. Uh, we're going to go through all the stuff um, that we've gone through in setting up the studio. Uh, so that includes like, you know, um, acoustic treatment and things like that, working with your room and really getting it sound nice. Uh, to sound nice, maybe some cheaper ways and things you can do to get around stuff. Um, because, you know, we've done this when we moved into our studio uh, behind frequencies and we're just about to move into a new space. Uh, so we're going to have to do this process all over again. So we thought, why not sort of share some of that information? Uh, because we've done, you know, quite a bit of research into it now. And so I think it's interesting for people out there to maybe learn a bit more about. So uh, I hope you guys will tune in for that one as well. Announcement. So not going to give away too much about what we're doing. I'll leave that for a big, you know, social media post or something crazy like that. Um, the brand that I'm going to be working with is Allies, uh, you know, Allies Management and that. Uh, the guys that do Sundays at Stockies, um, it's teaming up with them to bring you guys something extra special for Sundays at Stockies. It's a cherry on top. It's something extra. Uh, so make sure that you guys, you know, check out that announcement coming up soon and get down to a sun, get down, you know, to this Sundays at Stockies and support it because um you know it's coming back and we want it to succeed and do better than ever so um i'll see you guys there on sunday all right guys that's it for this one i hope you're having a great day or night wherever you are and i'll see you guys soon for the next episode